Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I am Michael Cole. And I am Matthew Cravat. So, different change of plans for today, which is uh, that we don't have to record an intro because we now have a pre recorded intro for every episode, which, if you're listening, you've already heard. Um, but for, for you, Matthew, I, and I know that I told you I was going to do that, but I didn't know if I told you that we don't have to record anymore, the, the intro anymore. So It's funny because I was going to have my daughter log on instead of me and do the intro. Like when you said, when you got to the intro, like jump in and say her name instead of mine, because I thought it'd be funny because of today's topic, but then she's outside talking to someone, so she couldn't do it. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that anymore. That we're changing topics again. Okay. No, no, I'm just joking. Um, but I do have a couple of things I wanted to uh, to talk about. Obviously, we got the intro, which is cool. Um, this episode for for listeners and viewers, um, I think we're going to get the audio fairly cleaned up. But it, we're not. Neither of us is using full mic capacity. Um, I had left my microphone in North Carolina. wasn't expecting to be recording up here while I'm in Massachusetts. Um, but we had an emergency. And mine just doesn't want to work. And his just doesn't want to work. But we, we, I was expecting, we had two episodes um, ready to go for the week that this is coming out. But um, unfortunately, I was asked to delay those episodes by our guests, um, which I am respecting his wishes. So we, we're doing that. Um, and so instead, uh, we are going to record a new episode tonight. And Matthew's already alluded to it. And by if, if you've listened to the show for a little while, Oh, good, good job. I should have gotten a, but, um, change shirts before the call. Nice. So tonight's episode, uh, is going to be about nepotism and we're actually going to do nepotism this week. We're not just going to blow it off as we have two or three other times. So, all right. So what is your, yeah. So first of all, can we do some nep? Can we do some nepotism in the near future? Cool. Yeah. So my, my daughter, I think when, when my daughter was on uh, as a guest, she talked about her new, a little bit about the new organization that she's helping start. She's working with what she talked about activism in general and mentioned her org, but she wanted to come on at some point and like talk deep dive about her organization and what they're trying to do. And, and you know, yeah. really a deep dive conversation about it. Thanks. So I uh, said, what, what better time to ask you than in front of everybody while we're talking about nepotism? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, so obviously we're pro nepotism. We've obviously taken that stance right there. Yeah. Um, so that is, I think I want to, before we dive in, I want to just say one thing that's vaguely nepotism related. Uh, so my, I'm staying with my dad and, uh, I was, I hates me so much. And I said, if you need to come in you can come in and interrupt the recording. We'll, we'll just pause for a second. But I said, but if you come in, uh, mention that you hate Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, who's Matthew? And I was like, <laughs> see, even, even I don't that, even exist to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was my only side ta- tangent. It's a short side tangent for, for this show. So um, as far as nepotism, um, I am torn on it. I think that he, there is some obvious spots where it makes sense. It needs, you know, and I think like trying to go against it 
doesn't make sense. But then there's other cases in which it's like, obviously you've let it run amok. But so like, I'm thinking of the Godfather movies. You've, you've got, actually you kind of both ends of the spectrum with the Godfather movies. Um, you know, you got uh, Francis Ford Coppola hiring his father to do the, the score for it. And it is, you know, if you, other than John Williams or like Alan Silvestri or the Batman, why am I thinking of forgetting the back guy? Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman. Other than Danny Elfman. Other than those three, I would say that the score for, for, for the, the Godfather movies is one of the most it's iconic It's one of the top scores. five scores of yeah. all time. And and so you know, and you got that because he hired his dad, and so it, it clearly it worked out. And you have, and there is something to be said for, especially maybe it's in certain business fields, you're going to have a rapport, and there is certain benefits to hiring nepotistically. Um, but then you get the other end of the spectrum, where Winona Ryder gets injured, and you have to hire your daughter. Who, who is a fabulous director. Fabulous director. But not, not a great a actress. Actor. <laughs> didn't didn't get a probably didn't get enough prep time, but also just wasn't, you know, acting's not her thing really. I cheered like, when she died. I I did not, but um Not but, in real life. She's not dead, but the no, character when the character died. <laughs> I'm aware. No, I understand. So I, I think the Godfather I know is, you know, but that third guy on the left downloading doesn't know. Yeah. I um so I think the Godfather, the world outside the Godfather is a perfect example. The movie The Godfather is kind of a great example too. You got Michael. That's what I thought you were going for at first. <laughs> Michael's the perfect person to take over the business. Fredo is not someone to trust with business. Yes, it it works. It works uh, in the world of The Godfather and the behind the scenes of The Godfather. The 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 concept works that you've got good nepotism and bad nepotism. Yeah, Fredo knocking up cocktail waitresses left and right, or no, two at a time. And Banging showgirls, do it at time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was nepotism, everybody. Eight minute episode. Yeah. No, I think, I, I think, and I don't know the definition of the word specifically. It just doesn't, I'm going to look it up. Does it just mean hiring family members, or does it add the implication of unqualified family members? Because that's uh, where it becomes an issue. You know, if yeah. you're, Saying, hey, me and my brother are going to start a business together because they're both qualified. That's different than, yeah, I'm starting a business and I'm letting my brother be the partner because he's, you know, living on the streets as a drug addict. And then he's going to drive your business into the trash. Right. The dictionary describes, uh, defines nepotism as the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives, friends, or associates, especially by giving them jobs. So... I mean, even me hiring you for this podcast because we were already friends is nepotism. Yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, but is it nepotism or networking? True. That's a good point. And I also think that it's interesting because there's this implication, you know, it says with, with power. So I think that is also relatively, that, that changes the dynamic somewhat. So like if you think about in The Godfather, hiring for The Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola is working within a budget. He did not have, a, he famously did not have a lot of power on that first movie because they were trying to fire him the whole time and he had to fight for every yeah. single thing. And maybe his dad wasn't a controversial pick. And so it was just like everyone just okayed it because, oh yeah, your dad clearly knows what the hell he's doing. 
Whereas he had to fight and use his power to get Al Pacino, like the little power that he had mm-hmm. to get Al Pacino instead of, was it Jack Nicholson that the, I don't know, it was uh, uh, not Dustin Hoffman, the other guy from, from uh, Woodward and Bernstein, um, Robert Redford. They wanted Robert Redford to be. Yeah, that that'd be a great call. Yeah, but he I was mean, a known entity. Yeah, known as a as very Italian looking. I mean, yeah. James Conflet is Jewish and he played an Italian, so I guess whatever. Yeah. But, but Jewish, I mean, you couldn't get more like yeah. corn, corn fed looking than, you know, like. And Robert more, Redford is, is, doesn't look Jewish or doesn't look Mediterranean at all. It doesn't got nothing yeah, going on. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, James Conn is a, is a much smaller leap than. But, you, you know, the idea being that did he have power, did he have, have or exert power to, to do that? Whereas. I would argue that by the third one, he probably did have, um, you know, significant yeah, more. Carte Blanche do whatever he wanted. It was his yeah. movie. Yeah, as he was probably he the producer at that point. Yeah. So I think that if we're talking about nepotism with that caveat of of the power thing, then it does become problematic. But you know, me making videos with Logan, if one of those videos blows up, that's not nepotism. That's yeah. this is the actor available to me. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm the actor available but, to him. But I think there's also a matter of whose money is it and whose responsibility. True. Right? Yeah. You're a private, like you own a pizzeria and you want you tell your kids, hey, your waiting tables, your delivery boy, because you know, I want you to work in my pizzeria. That's yeah. fine, you own it. You're managing Pizza Hut and you're just a hired manager and you hire all your kids to be in the in the company. That's to me an over the line nepotism because you're abusing yeah. someone else's budget, not your own. True. As opposed to you own the business. It's your business. Do what you want. Hire who you want. Yeah, that makes that that is a good point. Yeah. yeah, my my wife and a company she worked for. They announced who was going to Spain for the Presidents Club, and she met all the criteria and didn't make it. And she was like trying to figure out why and getting to explain why they wouldn't come back to her on it. And then my brother worked in the same group as her. A little nepotism. He got her hired, or at least he got her the interview. She got hired. And then um, he got moved to another division, like randomly. And then a couple of days later, they fired her entire division. They downsized. They they, yeah. they let the entire division go. Like her manager, her manager's manager, all like go. Like they moved my brother to protect him. Like he didn't know that, but they put him in a place that was safe. Yeah. That's why she didn't get President's Club because they knew already that they were letting that division go, so she wouldn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think that I'm not once once I'm done with my job, uh, whether it's by my hand or somebody else's i want to do an episode all about corporate corporate bullshit but uh right I, now i enjoy being employed I, I had a friend who worked at american express and they had a rule that you couldn't say this is a while ago I don't know if they still have it but you weren't supposed to talk about working at american express and social media so she'd always talk about how she worked at a company that rhymes with american rexpress nice yeah. And then uh, she always say, they talk about how you're part of the family. They're a big family. He goes, but it's weird because when they don't make their numbers, they let family members go. Like most families don't do that. Yeah. I think my family might. No. <laughs> um, he says with them just outside the door. Do we have rope? No, he, he, I'm not talking about him. Um, do we have, is there a thing of reverse nepotism where you refuse to hire family members? Um, cause I think that that can work out equally. Like if I'm working in a corporate job or working for somebody else and I'm not that in control and I have a position and someone in my family wanted to come, I'd be like, no, 
no. Like I don't want you coming into my spot as reverse. I mean, a lot of companies don't want it. They don't like it. Like there was a position open once for uh, my boss's boss's boss. I had like a admin position open and I went in and said, hey, you know, my wife is looking for a job. It should be great for it. And she was like, oh, I couldn't even consider her. Because what if I had to fire one of you and the other one still works here? Yeah. I mean, it's tough when people are in the same department because you're both going to go on vacation at the same time. If there's a death in the family, you both, yeah, like you, you know, lose two people at the same time yeah. always, which is not a big deal if they're in very different roles. But, you know, if you're yeah. in the same, similar roles, you know that, you know, if people are fighting over who's off Christmas, the two of you have to go together because otherwise, what's the use of being off? Yeah. But, but then it's like, if I have to let one of you go, you know, whether for cause or just for downsizing, the other person's going to be a disgruntled employee. You know, so yeah. it's better not to have people in the same company. Actually, I, I worked at Home Depot. So when I worked at Home Depot, I was a head cashier, and and one of the other people that so I got promoted with two other with two women. Uh, the three of us got promoted because it was a shift based thing, and we're you know you couldn't have just one; you had to have several head cashiers. Um, like Pringles. Yeah, yeah. Once you pop, the fun don't stop. Um, but so during the what we had been there for, we've been promoted about six months earlier and I get a call from one of my cashiers, Mike, come down to lumber. They're bringing blah, blah, blah out to in the, in, uh, in cuffs. And so I run down like, cause I'm, I'm the head cashier on duty. I don't know what the hell's going on. And they, you know, as I get there, they're like ducking her into the cop car. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And so the manager doesn't you know managers like just go back to work you know at this point it was like 20 minutes before closing of the store for the day she had been gone she had been off her shift for like three hours so i had assumed she had left but she had been in the manager's office apparently so we we close we come in the next day me and the other the the other woman who had been promoted with with the two of us and we get pulled into the office and we're like what the hell happened and she, the uh, manager sits us down and says, I'm really sorry that we had to, that we haven't been able to tell you this because we didn't know which one of the three of you was stealing, but we knew that it was one of the three of you because it started the, basically the time you all got promoted. So you were all under investigation, which I don't give a shit. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I knew First, that. The correct so. response is at least one of us was stealing. <laughs> Yeah, she took she took the fall. <laughs> no, um, so we find out she had stolen like twenty grand out of the cash cash registers over the course of a long period. Yeah, no one noticed that. And well, and, well, and it was slow. And and we did a lot of cash. I mean, we we were doing we were doing fifteen twenty grand in cash daily, um, per you know, or just per my shift or whatever. But we, you know, so they told us that, and they told us that they let her kind of keep going because a, they needed to be able to make sure it was her and not me or the other woman. And then B, they also wanted to like make sure it was a felony and not a misdemeanor, which uh, let her get, let her uh, give her enough rope. Yeah. So, so they, so they arrested her and there was a whole big thing. Oh, nice. Hi kitty. And, um, She's giant kitty. yeah. So, Anyway, that the, the point, the reason why I brought this up in the nepotism thing is that her husband and her father both worked the night shift restocking, and they both continued to work there for at least a year afterwards. 
And it was like, and I remember being like, I can't imagine working and my wife gets arrested for stealing a lot of money. Not like, not like a, right, you know, a felony level money. She, yeah. And then, or my daughter gets arrested. It was, it was crazy. And it, it was a good example of why, like, I wouldn't want to work there because I wouldn't, how, you can't not tell your family like, oh yeah, they were escorted out of work in front of me. Like, I don't know. It's so weird, but. It's a good idea if you're going to do nepotism, not to be a criminal. I mean, the, some of the best gangs were family kind of gangs. Yeah. You know? Either either one of you is a criminal or all of you are a criminal. No, sorry, either none of you are a criminal or all of you are a criminal. You can't be yeah. one of you is a criminal. I think that's a good good rule of thumb when it comes to nepotism. Yeah. So you should always ask, you know, um, considering you're for this position, I'm very interested, and your brother does work here, so are you both criminals? <laughs> are you both? Am I allowed to ask that? <laughs> Yeah. So, and then of course there's places where, like in the executive branch of the White House, where there's specifically a law forbidding nepotism in the executive branch, and you get elected president, and the first thing you say to your legal advisor is, "Well, what's the penalty? Like, what could they do to me?" And yeah. they're like, "Well, there is no penalty. You're just expected to follow the law." And, oh, good. I'm hiring my kids then. Yeah. Yeah. Because either one of you is a criminal or you're all criminals. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, it, with with uh, Hunter actually pleading guilty this week, I don't, I don't know that we want Yeah, but he doesn't have a job at the White House. He just happens yeah. to be the son of the president. Yeah. And he's pleading guilty for being late on his taxes. And then, you know, Second Amendment wanted a gun. Oh, I don't even, I don't know. I've only been half paying attention. Oh, yeah. So, so I didn't know it about was the gun two part. counts of paying late on his taxes and yeah. then lying on his um, on his uh, paperwork to get a gun saying he wasn't a drug user when he was. That, that, that was his crimes. Oh, okay. And you think the Second Amendment fans in Congress who don't think you should have to fill out a form to get a gun wouldn't be upset about lying on the form that they don't think you should have to fill out in the first place. They wouldn't have been upset if it was their guy. Yeah, but we, I don't know. I love the saying, we should do something about the president because of it. Like, what did he have to do with it? He didn't quash the, the investigation. He could have just told the Department of Justice, stop. He didn't yeah. pardon his son. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't do any of the things that they would do if it was them. Yeah. But what? not a good idea to hire your son. So good that he didn't do that. Yeah. Like the previous guy did. Yeah. And. We, we've had kind of a, even though I know it's not nepotism, we've had a bit of, I would say, national nepotism. You've got Robert F. Kennedy Jr. potentially running for president. You've got George W. Bush that was president. And so we have like a, we, we love yeah. to be nepotistic he, for others. Right. Right. Great. Like we like dynasties. Yeah. Which is weird for a country that like, you know. Was founded so on much. no more dynasties. Yeah. Yeah, like the royal we we do set a lot of royalty, and it's like not always like oh like Queen B and Jay Z or whatever. It's sometimes yeah. it's like no, we we genuinely treat these people like royalty to some degree, like the Kennedys and yeah. the Bushes, less to a lesser degree. But yeah, I watched the Arnold the Arnold documentary series and there was a lot of uh -huh. there was a decent amount about the kennedys in there and i was like oh man yeah. he was a kennedy for a while 
Yeah. A long while. Basically like 35 years. That's a lot of affairs. As far as we know, there's only one. I, I, I genuinely think even, you know, I think, if, did you watch the show, the documentary at all? No, or no? no. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. He did live he, in America during the time period though. Yeah. No, but his perspective, so I would say that it's less a documentary and more a, like, a, a docu, docu-memoir, like, because it's all from mm-hmm. his perspective. Um, it's very much, you know, his telling of stories. And and there's a little bit interspersed with it, but it's, a, it's significantly his perspective. And so I think that it's a, a docu-memoir would be the best way of, of, of putting it. But I think it's a docu-memoir. Yeah. It's also, I, I find it interesting. I think I genuinely thought it was a good, good, uh, I was, let's watch the next episode every time. So I also, there was also a great line where he's talking about, um, he's talking about how when he was up for the Terminator, uh, he was, he, they originally wanted him to be Kyle Reese. And he was like, well, what about the, right. or, or James Cameron's like, maybe you'd be the Terminator. And, and they were like, well, who, who else is being considered? And it was OJ. And the reason they didn't end up casting OJ is because no one could picture him being a killer. And Arnold says it, and the whole crew of the documentary starts like laughing, and it's like crazy to me. But. Yeah, I've read things where so like Arnold kept on reading the scripts, calling up Cameron, saying, "Make sure the Terminator does this. Make sure he does this. Like all these things, he should do this." He and he finally said, "You know what? You have so many good ideas. Maybe you should just be him." Yeah. And then he realized, you know, that's going to be the memorable role. It's called the Terminator. It's not called Kyle Reese. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, it was a good, good documentary series. And the, I mean, Kennedy's. It's a good, good term with nepotism, and, uh, you know, but Kennedy. I don't know how he is at all even polling as a Democrat. He's a Republican on every issue. Is he? I don't know. All I know about him is the anti-vax stuff. So I don't know. That's enough. I'm not. I'm not pro him. I'm not arguing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. You're not, I not supporting him despite his anti-vax stance. Yeah. No. I. Um. I don't. I don't know anything else about him. But he's that. also anti-cell phone because the five G opens the blood barrier in your brain and makes you. I, I did listen to. It comes from. I did listen to cognitive distance. I didn't realize that was that was him that they were talking about with that blood oh, barrier yeah. thing. They, I thought that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, it's whack-a-doodle shit. I, I will say, I, I there was a news story on about 5G right before we started recording. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, a story about 5G. And it was a legitimate story about 5G, which is that um, the airplanes, they're not, they haven't been upgraded to the proper 5G software to be able to, like, for visibility and stuff to be able to get all the stuff they need to be able to land properly in low visibility. And so there's cancellation of planes, but it just like the headline at first was uh, 5G causes airplane travel anxiety. And I was like, what the fuck? What the hell is this? How in the world could it do that? Yeah. And and then it was a legitimate story and it was like yeah. a non-controversial legitimate story, just like a, they're, they're With a good clickbait headline. They're backed up. I don't even know if they meant to do it as a clickbait headline. They just were, they just like stumbled into because because I don't even know that I don't know like if the average person knows about the five G uh, conspiracy theories the way you and I do yeah. like I would imagine 
that like nobody that listens to our podcast, all three of them will know at all <laughs> right. about. If you're on the fringe on the right, you believe the 5G. If you're on the fringe on the left, you hear about how the fringe on the right believes <laughs> 5G is dangerous. Yeah. And if you ask them what 5G means, they have no idea what the G stands for. So, Yep. Yeah. I remember, oh my God, there was, I worked at um, Verizon. I think it was when we were going to 3G. I feel like it was three, maybe it was 4G. I forget. I don't give a shit. It's, I, I hated that job. So I don't remember, but people would come in all the time and they'd be like, and you'd have certain phones that were 3G enabled and everything else wasn't 3G enabled or whatever. And I'd be, and they'd be like, oh, this one's 3G. Do you have any 4G yet? Or do you have any secret 4G ones? And I'm like, what do you think the G stands for? It's not G forces, <laughs> it's generation. <laughs> It's just like the towers generation. have to be doing it, not the phone. Well, yeah, like we're like, like you need both. Like yeah, we do have two and four, three G overlapping time frame wise because we're upgrading the, everything. But it's kind of like how we don't have like uh, teleporters yet because we have. Hey, do you have the twenty twenty six model Mercedes in stock yeah, yet? Yeah, exactly. That's a better example than I couldn't think of anything. But yeah, twenty twenty six model. It's like. Or the same thing with, you know, COVID-19 and, well, what happened to the other 18 COVIDs? Yeah. They, didn't, they don't talk about those. Yeah. I had, oh, I had a friend of mine. I think we know said, how to deal with it already. With said, a friend of mine said something about, they, well, they, they, you know, the other 18 COVIDs weren't a big deal. And I was like, what other 18 COVIDs? He goes, well, this is COVID-19. And I was like, because it came out in 2019. And he goes, no, it didn't come out in 2020. I'm like, in America, like we're always behind. <laughs> November 2019. Yeah. By the way, did you I see remember the... I was at a meeting in Florida in January of 2020 and we were talking about did anyone see people with masks, you know, we were, you know, on the plane and we're all like, you know, you know, some people thought some Asian people with masks, but we see that that wasn't uncommon anyway because they're used to that protocol. And yeah. um and like a month later we're watching the news with every case as it turns out. Yeah. Did um did you see the clip that I posted on from not last week for you listeners but the episode that just aired on Friday of this no. podcast? I, I've been clipless. Oh, it was, it's okay. It was the clip of us talking about um, Jesus being born in Bethlehem but being from Nazareth, and mm -hmm. I I I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I wanted to get I wanted to get listens. I, I hashtag Jesus it, and I'm getting comments like, "Yeah, he was he was born in one place, but he his hometown was another place." This isn't controversial. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Like, I mean, you need to listen to the whole episode to get the whole context. But like, yeah. they when did it's kind a of prophecy of where he's going to be from, it's kind of important. Yeah, they did tear us apart, and they kept calling us idiots. And I was like, I I on TikTok, I turned the comments off because they can still comment. I just don't see them. Because here's the thing, I'm willing to engage with people who like were not being rude about it or not being just, but I also like, there's no benefit in being, if you're calling us an idiot, like you're not going to listen. But if someone is like, oh, actually, like there were some people who legitimately debated the point and, and it wasn't, and, and I engaged to some extent with those people. Um, but as soon as I started seeing the comments, I was like, I fucked up, but we are getting comments and we are getting views. Unfortunately, it hasn't really translated into people downloading the whole episode, but we will see. 
You looking now? I, I didn't know we were on TikTok. I was following you. Oh, nice. Did you find it? Yep. Oh, good. Oh, yep. Loose stools started following you. Nice. Yep. Loose stools, not me. Loose stools. Yep. Follow back. <laughs> I I downloaded TikTok specifically to promote because Subba was telling me like you got to get on TikTok. You're doing all these clips. You got to put them on TikTok. And I was like, I don't want to go on TikTok. I get to hire her as a social media manager. Oh no! I, I, if I was gonna, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like she would do it. No, I was kind of wouldn't want to hire a nepotism. We need to post yeah. the position to three external sites. And... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true too. Our guests have all been nepotistic because I have no, but but I don't have the option to have other guests yet. So, but it's it's but our if, company. It's not. We're not you know doing it with other people's money. It's fine. Yeah, it's true. If you want to be one of we don't our have guests, a fiduciary duty. Yeah. If you'd like to be a guest on this show and have an interesting Me? topic, not you, I'm talking to the audience. No. Audience, no. Um, if if you would like to, you can reach out to us on on Instagram. I actually email us. It's easiest because if if you reach out to us on Instagram, I might think you're just commenting some shit. So email us. Yeah, and our talking, social media manager is going to see it, not us. Yeah, talking. About, yeah, my little my little brother is going to be our social media manager and, and we'll, we'll have, uh, we'll have him take care of it. Um, I wouldn't hire my sister, so I had to make up a brother. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell a story in a second, but if you want to, if you want to be on the show, if you have an actual good, good topic that you'd think would be interesting to talk to us about, it's talking about the big stuff at gmail.com. Um, back to the story I was just about to say. So, for a little while, I, and when I say for a little while, I did stand up one time as an adult, and I was trying to do That's it a more. Very little while, yeah, I was trying to do it more. It was a six-week waiting period, so you had to call every every week to try to get on the the roster. It took me six weeks to get on, and then once I got on, I didn't do well enough to get called back the next week, so I had to start the process over. So I didn't do it again. But I had I was writing jokes for those whole six weeks, and I was writing out stuff and planning stuff. And one of the things was that at the time, my dad didn't want to be talked about in any of my stuff, and he kept telling me that. And so I said, what if I just said, uh, what if I just referred to a guy that's been married to my mother for longer than I've been alive? Like, what if I just <laughs> say that? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. No one will ever <laughs> Yeah. So, and, and, that, and he thought that was funny. So they almost... Uh, uh, if I had ever made it to the stage with some jokes ready to go, that those were going to be those jokes. I, ha- I had a short flirtation with stand-up. It was yeah. uh, like amateur night on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, whatever, the local comedy club. And me and a buddy who I performed, you know, I performed improv for decades at this point. And I had a buddy who was my musical director. And, you know, these novelty songs he wrote and he did stand-up. And we went to the amateur night. And, you know, he went in the early evening and auditioned. And if you got a slot, we came back. And so we did our little audition. Of uh, just a little montage of I did a little bit of my routine and then we did an improvised song together and then he played a little bit of one of his songs and the guy running goes okay you're not amateurs are you you know what, what's your deal because you're way too comfortable on stage and I said well I do improv I don't really do stand up and uh, and this is my musical director his nickname is Churd um, and uh, nice. and the guy said you know what I really want you to perform but you're too good to be the local talent I mean the, the uh, amateur so we're gonna do is I'll give you a 10 minute 
spot at the end of every all the amateurs, and I'll introduce you guys as local talent, not amateurs. So then you can yeah. be better than everybody else, and it won't look bad. And we did it like three or four weeks in a row, a combination of me doing stand-up, us doing some improv things together, and him doing his songs. And then the last time we performed, he sang, um, he wrote a lot of ex-love songs and uh, he sang a song called You Suck and I Don't. And it's very aggressive. <laughs> it's, and it's You Suck. You really suck. Oh, yes, you suck. You suck and I don't. And um, no woman in the audience enjoyed the You Suck and I Don't song. Yeah. I think it was the line, it's good thing that your head is hollow because not only do you suck, you swallow is the one they mostly didn't like. Yeah, and after that, the manager said, "Maybe you guys need to take a break from coming back here." <laughs> nice. Uh, and then I decided I didn't really like stand up anyway. I like performing in a group, which I didn't mind performing that what we were doing because I did a little bit of stand up myself. Then we were together, but I like being together. I'm a teamwork kind of guy. Yeah, there's a part of me that has always wanted to do stand up, but as we've talked about before, like with you talking about your friends that perform comedy who don't have great social lives or family lives because of it. There was a part of me that was like, I don't, it was one thing when I was single, um, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be away. I mean, this, this, I've been away from, I've seen Logan and Sarah the last week and a half, nearly every day, but for like a couple of hours a day, it feels like, like, you know, part-time husband, part-time father. And I'm like, Oh, this is, you know, I'm having a good time because I'm staying with my dad. And so, we're having a really good time, but it's, it's, it's two weeks. It's a short term thing. If I had to do this the way that some people have to do this for their whole lives, I would not be happy about it. And so it's given me a good perspective on that. And I've always known that about, about myself, um, that I didn't want to be a part-time, you know, part-time part -time. lover. If, uh, if I, if 18 year old Matthew had 30 year old Matthew's talent, I would have done comedy full-time. But by the time I was good enough to do it, I was married with a kid. Yeah. If if eight eighteen year old Mike had had thirty nine year old or almost thirty nine year old Mike's uh, confidence, uh, I'd probably be dead by now. <laughs> well, I think I, I think that my confidence now also helps because I I'm smart enough to be scared shitless of everything. Whereas then I wasn't scared shitless of everything and I was, but I was not confident in anything. So, you know, it's, it's, it's waxed and waned in the right way. So, so anyway, so anyway. any other nepotism -y thoughts? Honestly, I do. We wanted to do more. this topic for six months. I know. I know I did. It, today was just kind of a shit show, and we weren't expecting to record until this midday today. Um, but here's the uh, here's the big nepotism thing that I want, um, and and, and I, I've had this dream. I'm going to put this out there. I'm not going to say any of the details. I'll tell you the details, but listeners, I don't want I don't want to give the details of, of my dream away. But Adam, a Patreon level. Yeah, we'll okay. I'll make a special episode. That anybody who wants to 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 pay, we'll say a ten dollar Patreon Patreon episode, uh, and if you want you to listen to the secret my, my secret dream, it's not that it's it's not that it's a like it, this isn't being uh, paywalled because I don't want it's embarrassing or anything. This is because I don't want to um, 
I don't want to to give away my dream before before I can put it, possibly ha uh, make it happen. So anyway, um, I think we've been recording for forty five minutes. We've got two Patreon exclusives, maybe a second tier Patreon exclusive. I'll have to talk talk some people into getting signing up for that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, did you have anything? And we decided to celebrate our. Celebrate our nepotism with uh, planning to bring my daughter on as a nepotistic guest. Yes. What was the topic again? So you um, she helped form a group called Boots on the Ground Raleigh that yeah. is a community violence intervention group. They go to work with uh, city government and county government and try to help create programs to stop people from getting involved in violence in the first place and then like go down where there is violence and like be there as support to the family and to the victims and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah, I follow them. And, uh, I just yeah, yeah. So she wants to come in and talk about that wonderful program. Yeah. That would be great. Change the world. Yeah. No, she. she I've never cool. met a person uh, of her age that's actually doing as much. So I, it's nice to see, especially when I see so many people my age who should be and aren't. I mean, obviously, I'm not doing as much, but I'm doing... You're going to give her a platform. Yeah. Yeah. So, cool. We also uh, serve a stand-in wig. Cool beans. Uh, um, other than uh, boots we, on the ground, what? So. We need to um, plug the new accounts for... Yeah. You got like an apparel account, right? Well, that's technically going to be Chocolate Diamond. Uh, if you want to go on, it's Chocolate Diamond Media. Because yeah. we just... We just um, we, we formed an LLC. I, I'm losing track of which episode we actually mentioned that on. So we're going to mention it on all We mentioned that at one point, but I don't know the uh, order these are coming out. Yeah, they're, they're now out of order, so we'll see. Um, but we we have uh, we formed an LLC, and a way that you can support us is uh, obviously following Chocolate Diamond Media, following this podcast on Instagram. Um, also, we're on TikTok if you want to find us. Uh, it's talking about the big stuff. I found us. Yeah, Matt, Matthew found us in like less than 30 seconds. So hopefully you, you will too. Um, and that's what we're going to send, put, put clips out and stuff. And, and as you know, topics come up, I'll, I'll, do in, I'll do stuff that's unique for that. Um, but the ways that right now that you can support us, if you, if you don't want to spend any money, you can support us by following and downloading all these episodes. If you are okay with spending money, you have two options right now. One of which is you can go on Patreon which gets you our episodes four days early, Monday instead of Friday. And you can also, and it gets you exclusive stuff. So right now it's $3 a month and it gets you typically if I, anything where I've, I've said, you know, anything that gets cut unless it's just cut because it's crappy. Matthew's like, funny stuff that Mike doesn't want to look less funny yeah. than me. Matthew's so much funnier on the Patreon uh, than, than he is on, on the regular <laughs> version. So so you go, look alive go, like that. Yeah. So go on. According to Sarah, Matthew is much funnier on the Patreon. This way, you're not yeah. lying. It's saying it's according to Sarah. Yeah. So you can go on our Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash talking about the big stuff. The the third option, or to support us again with money, uh, this is we have we're starting to do apparel, um, and so you know shirts, sweatshirts. We've got a bunch of shit going on. Uh, and we have different logos and it, that is inst on Instagram. You can go to chocolate diamond, um, 
Chocolate Diamond Designs on Instagram. And you can also go on, if you want to, go on Society6 and look up Chocolate Diamond Media. We have our Chocolate Diamond logo. I'm going to, yep, there we go. There's a Chocolate Diamond logo. Um, I'm going to also be throwing up um, some, I'm going to try to come up with something good for this podcast specifically. Uh, yeah, I really like the, the look of the shirts. Um, but we're going to be. Rather they want some other colors besides white because she looks bad in white. I just did black today with white logo. So that's an option. We can do other colors. Um, and, but we're going to do something for this show, but we're also doing other, any random like meme thing that I think of. So like right now we have one, I'll tell the story real quick. So we had a bad week at work last week. And one of my coworkers said, I can't wait to go home and take two Tylenol PM. And I said, why are you, today was so bad. Why are you in a rush to get to tomorrow? And she said, I'm not, I just want to microdose death. And so I was like, oh my God, I need to make a shirt out of that. So uh, I, I put it down as uh, it, it's it's two Tylenol PM looking pills that say PM on them. And it says, uh, uh, take two and microdose, de- microdose death till the morning. So um, things like that, we're going to be making in the shirts. Um, and, you know, if you buy them, it helps support the show, helps it so that we don't have to pay out of pocket for every little technological upgrade that we do to make the podcast better for you, hopefully. So we appreciate all your support. Um, I think I plugged everything. There's so much going on right now. I've been working uh, on a ton of different stuff. So I I apologize if I forgot anything. You got anything else? Uh, I got nothing these days. Since you meant, we mentioned uh, letting go with loose stools, uh, TikTok account. I'm going to, I'm going to start doing more. I wrote some scripts. I just need to get my butt in gear and film some puppeteering. It just hurts my back to have to hold the puppet above my head and film. It's, I, need yeah. to, I need to be physically able to do filming for that. We should do some uh, some blooper and loose stools and CK-related merch, in which uh, you and you could get a percentage of on top of what Chocolate Diamond makes because – Matthew's an own, uh, one of our owners. It's me, Matthew, and my my friend Adam. Who, if you listen to the first episode, you'll recognize. You'll recognize. Um, yeah. So the three of us are at, started this company. Who's who's your second guest? Wasn't that you? Yeah. I was so, gonna say first two but, guests are your now your business partners. Yeah. So Adam kind of always was. Adam, yeah. Adam always was gonna be. Um, but and you and you've done more chocolate diamond stuff than anyone but me. Um, Matt uh, Adam won't love to hear that, but it's true. Uh, because Adam's done a little bit of the work, he's added a lot of he's contributed, uh, a lot of times with a little bit of money. So, so all right, everybody. So, living five minutes away makes it easier to film together, it does. But even when I was in Massachusetts, he didn't, it just. His he always wanted to be more of a producer than a than a talent, so maybe we could do it. I'd love to do an episode where the three of us just talk about about Chocolate Diamond, but we'll have to try to figure that out once he's settled because he's moving fr- from Boston to Atlanta right now. So yeah, wait till he gets over the culture shock. I mean, he's he's kind of lived there before. Like his his um, his wife. And children were down there for about six months last year, 
living there and he was there every other weekend. So, so, so I had to put the toe in the water, ankle in the water. Like yeah. he's, he's eased he, himself in. He just has a big job. So he had to get it settled. Um, before he could go for full time. So anyway, um, anyway, do you have anything you would like to say to the audience about the big stuff? Um, thanks for uh, sharing the big stuff with it. You know, it is genetic. Yeah, it is. Um, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll have to make a talk. We'll have to make talking about the big stuff. Uh, shirts and something that you know talk about the big stuff then we can have one that's like medium size and it'll be you know talking about the chode stuff and then talking about the small stuff i think anytime i can use the word chode is a good time so uh sarah still won't let me explain the logo what it is so what was I, I i listened to something i feel like it was something with eli but i can't remember what it was referring to the, the person referred to themselves as a human chode and i was like that's hilarious. So anyway, thank you again, everybody, for talking about the big stuff with us. And uh, next next week, we will have more for you.